Shalom and welcome back to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read through the whole Bible every year, following the weekly Torah portions and reading from the rest of Scripture every day as well. I'm Johanna, your reader today. Today is Thursday, the 2nd of March and the 9th of Adar on the Hebrew calendar. And this week, our Torah, our Torah portion, our parasha, is called Tetzaveh, which means you shall command. And um, we'll start our portion from the Torah today by reading Exodus, that's called Shemot in Hebrew, uh, 29, 19-37. Before we get started, I just want to mention and also let those of you know who might have not heard yet, that our trip to Israel that we are um, putting together is happening on December 7th through the 18th, this Hanukkah, this coming Hanukkah. And you can find information about it on dailybreadmoms.com forward slash Israel trip. We have opened it for 40 total places. So make sure you let us know if you're interested because we're excited about seeing you all. Anyway, let's get to our readings. Before we start, as we always do, um, let's take a moment to bless God and thank Him for giving us His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. You shall take the other ram, and Aaron and his sons shall lay their hands on the head of the ram. Then you shall kill the ram and take some of its blood, and put it on the tip of the right ear of Aaron, and on the tip of the right ear of his sons, and on the thumb of their right hand, and on the big toe of their right foot, and sprinkle the blood around on the altar. You shall take of the blood that is on the altar and of the anointing oil, and sprinkle it on Aharon, and on his garments, and on his sons, and on the garments of his sons with him. And he shall be made holy, and his garments, and his sons, and his sons' garments with him. Also you shall take some of the ram's fat, the fat tail, the fat that covers the innards, the cover of the liver, the two kidneys, the fat that is on them, and the right thigh, for it is a ram of consecration, and one loaf of bread, one cake of oiled bread, and one wafer out of the basket of matzah that is before the Lord. You shall put all of this in Aaron's hands, and in his son's hands, and shall wave them for a contribution before the Lord. You shall take them from their hands, and burn them on the altar on the burnt offering, for a pleasant aroma before the Lord. It is an offering made by fire to the Lord. You shall take the breast of Aaron's ram of consecration and wave it for a contribution before the Lord. It shall be your portion. You shall sanctify the breast of the contribution and the thigh of the contribution which is waved and which is raised up of the ram of consecration even of that which is for Aaron, and of that which is for his sons. It shall be for Aaron and his sons as their portion forever, 
from the sons of Israel, for it is a contribution. It shall be a contribution from the sons of Israel of the sacrifices of their peace offerings, even their contribution to the Lord. The holy garments of Aaron shall be for his sons after him, to be anointed in them and to be consecrated in them. For seven days shall the son who is Kohen in his place put them on, when he comes into the tent of meeting to minister in the holy place. You shall take the ram of consecration and boil its meat in a holy place. Aaron and his sons shall eat the meat of the ram and the bread that is in the basket at the door of the tent of meeting. They shall eat those things with which atonement was made to consecrate and sanctify them. But a stranger shall not eat of it because they are holy. If anything of the meat of the consecration or of the bread remains to the morning, then you shall burn the remainder with fire. It shall not be eaten because it is holy. You shall do so to Aaron and to his sons according to all that I have commanded you. You shall consecrate them seven days. Every day you shall offer the bull of sin offering for atonement. You shall cleanse the altar when you make atonement for it. You shall anoint it to sanctify it. Seven days you shall make atonement for the altar and sanctify it, and the altar shall be most holy. Whatever touches the altar shall be holy. That was Shemot, or Exodus 29. 19 through 37. Today's portion from the prophets is the beginning of a new book. It's Isaiah in Hebrew. That's called Yeshayahu, chapter 1. The vision of Yeshayahu, the son of Amoz, which he saw concerning Yehuda and Yerushalayim in the days of Uziyahu, Yotam, Ahaz, and Chizkiyahu, kings of Yehuda. Hear, O heavens, and give ear, O earth, for the Lord has spoken. I have reared and brought up children, and they have rebelled against me. The ox knows its owner, and the donkey his master's crib. But Israel does not know. My people do not understand. Ah, sinful nation, a people loaded with iniquity, offspring of evildoers, Children who deal corruptly. They have forsaken the Lord. They have despised the Holy One of Israel. They are estranged and backward. Why should you be beaten more, that you revolt more and more? The whole head is sick and the whole heart faint. From the sole of the foot even to the head, there is no soundness in it. Wounds, welts, and open sores, they have not been closed bandaged or soothed with oil. Your country is desolate. Your cities are burned with fire. Strangers devour your land in your presence, and it is desolate, as overthrown by strangers. The daughter of Zion is left like a sukkah in a vineyard, like a hut in a field of melons, like a besieged city. Unless the Lord of hosts had left to us a very small remnant, we would have been as Sdom, we would have been like Amura. Hear the word of the Lord, you rulers of Sdom. Listen to the Torah of our God, you people of Amura. 
What are the multitude of your sacrifices to me? Says the Lord. I have had enough of the burnt offerings of rams and the fat of fed animals. I do not delight in the blood of bulls or of lambs or of male goats. When you come to appear before me, who has required this at your hand to trample my courts? Bring no more vain offerings. Incense is an abomination to me. Rosh Chodesh, Shabbat and convocations. I cannot stand iniquity and solemn assembly. Your Rosh Chodesh and your appointed feasts my soul hates. They are a burden to me. I am weary of bearing them. When you spread out your hands, I will hide my eyes from you. Yes, when you make many prayers, I will not hear your hands are full of blood. Wash yourselves, make yourselves clean, put away the evil of your doings from before my eyes. Cease to do evil, learn to do well, seek justice, relieve the oppressed, defend the fatherless, plead for the widow. Come now. And let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall be as wool. If you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, you will be devoured with the sword, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. How the faithful city has become a prostitute. She was full of justice. Righteousness lodged in her, but now there are murderers. Your silver has become dross, your wine mixed with water. Your princes are rebellious and companions of thieves. Everyone loves bribes and follows after rewards. They do not defend the fatherless, neither does the cause of the widow come to them. Therefore the Lord, the Lord of hosts, the Mighty One of Israel says, Ah, I will get relief from my adversaries and avenge myself on my enemies. I will turn my hand on you, thoroughly purge away your dross, and will take away all your alloy. I will restore your judges as at the first, and your counselors as at the beginning. Afterward, you shall be called the city of righteousness, a faithful town. Zion shall be redeemed with justice and her converts with righteousness. But the destruction of transgressors and sinners shall be together, and those who forsake the Lord shall be consumed. For they shall be ashamed of the oaks which you have desired, and you shall be confounded for the gardens that you have chosen. For you shall be as an oak whose leaf fades, and as a garden that has no water. The strong will be like tinder, and his work like a spark. They will both burn together, and no one will quench them. That was Yeshayahu, Isaiah chapter 1. And in our writings portion for today, we are also beginning a new book. Today we are reading Proverbs. In Hebrew, that is Mishlei chapter 1. The Proverbs of Shlomo, the son of David, king of Israel. To know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding, to receive the instruction of wisdom in righteousness, justice, and equity, to give prudence to the simple, 
knowledge, and discretion to the young man, that the wise may hear and increase in learning, that the man of understanding may attain to wise counsel, to understand a proverb and parables, the words and riddles of the wise. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but the foolish despise wisdom and instruction. My son, listen to your father's instruction and do not forsake your mother's teaching, for they will be a garland to grace your head and chains around your neck. My son, if sinners entice you, do not consent. If they say, come with us, let us lay in wait for blood, let us lurk secretly for the innocent without cause. Let us swallow them up alive like Sheol, and whole like those who go down into the pit. We will find all valuable wealth. We will fill our houses with plunder. You shall cast your lot among us. We will all have one purse. My son, do not walk on the path with them. Keep your foot from their path, for their feet run to evil and they hurry to shed blood. For the net is spread in vain in the sight of any bird, but these lay in wait for their own blood. They lurk secretly for their own lives. So are the ways of everyone who is greedy for gain. It takes away the life of its owners. Wisdom calls aloud in the street. She utters her voice in the public squares. She calls at the head of noisy places, at the entrance of the city gates, she utters her words. How long, you simple ones, will you love simplicity? How long will mockers delight themselves in mockery, and fools hate knowledge? Turn at my reproof, behold, I will pour out my spirit on you. I will make known my words to you. Because I have called and you have refused, I have stretched out my hand and no one has paid attention. But you have ignored all my counsel and wanted none of my reproof. I also will laugh at your disaster. I will mock when calamity overtakes you, when calamity overtakes you like a storm, when your disaster comes like a whirlwind, when distress and anguish come upon you. Then they will call on me, but I will not answer." They will seek me diligently, but they will not find me, because they hated knowledge, and did not choose the fear of the Lord. They wanted none of my counsel, they despised all my reproof. Therefore they will eat of the fruit of their own way, and be filled with their own schemes. For the backsliding of the simple will kill them, and the careless ease of fools will destroy them." But whoever listens to me will dwell securely and will be at ease without fear of harm. That was Michelet, Proverbs 1. And for our portion today from the Apostles, our final portion, we are also beginning a new book. We are starting in Acts chapter 1. Acts in Hebrew is called Maasei Hashlichim, just in case you were curious. The first account I made concerned all things, O Theophilus, that Yeshua began to do and teach, until the day in which he was received up, after he had given commandments through the Ruach HaKodesh to the emissaries whom he had chosen. 
To these he also showed himself alive after he suffered by many proofs, appearing to them over a period of forty days and speaking about the kingdom of God. And being assembled together with them, he commanded them, Do not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which you heard from me. For Yohanan truly immersed in water, but you will be immersed in the Ruach HaKodesh not many days from now. Therefore, when they had come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, are you now restoring the kingdom to Israel? And he said to them, It is not for you to know the times or season which the Father has set with his own authority. But you will receive power when the Ruach HaKodesh has come upon you, and you will be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the earth. Now after he had said these things, as they were looking, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. While they were looking steadfastly into the sky as he went, behold, two men stood by them in white clothing, who also said, You men of Galil, why do you stand looking up into heaven? This Yeshua who was received up from you into heaven will come back in the same way as you saw him going into heaven. Then they returned to Jerusalem from the mountain called Olivet, which is near Jerusalem a Sabbath's day's journey. And when they had come in, they went up into the upper room where they were staying, that is, Peter, Yohanan, Yaakov, Andrew, Philip, Toma, Bartalmai, Matityahu, Yaakov, the son of Chalfai, Shimon the Zealot, and Yehuda, the son of Yaakov. All these with one accord continued steadfastly in prayer and supplication, along with the women and Miriam, the mother of Yeshua, and with his brothers. And in those days, Kepha, that is Peter, stood up in the middle of the disciples, and the number of names was about 120. And he said, Men, brothers, it was necessary for this scripture to be fulfilled, which the Ruach HaKodesh spoke before by the mouth of David concerning Yehuda, who was guide to those who took Yeshua. For he was counted with us and received his portion in this ministry. Now this man obtained a field with the reward for his wickedness, and falling headlong, his body burst open, and all his intestines gushed out, and it became known to everyone who lived in Jerusalem that in their language that field was called Hakel Dema, that is, the field of blood. For it is written in the scroll of Psalms, Let his habitation be made desolate, let no one dwell in it, and let another take his office. Therefore, of the men who have accompanied us all the time that the Lord Yeshua went in and out among us, beginning from the immersion of Yohanan to the day that he was received up from us, of these one must become a witness with us of his resurrection." And they put forward two, Yosef called Barsaba, who was also called Justice, and Matitya. And they prayed and said, You, Lord, who know the hearts of all men, show which one of these two you have chosen to take part in this ministry and office of emissary from which Yehuda fell away, that he may go to his own place. 
and they drew lots for them, and the lot fell on Matitya, and he was counted with the eleven emissaries. That was Acts chapter 1, and it concludes our readings for today. Unless you are reading through the apostles twice in this year's reading cycle, in that case, your second reading will be Hebrews chapter 7. Well, that is it for today. May you have a blessed day. I pray the word of God was an encouragement for your heart. This is Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. And I say shalom to you from Israel until next time. Mm-hmm.